What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. On today's episode, we are live from Oxnard at training camp, and we are watching unfold in front of us the biggest glaring issue. And we're going to talk about that on today's episode. We also look at the first cut of the season, not a surprise. And then we look at the depth chart. I believe it's an unofficial depth chart, but it's a good little kind of gauge as to where the players are right now. All that and more, a bunch of crackums. And again, if you are watching this um, or listening to this, sorry, you need to come watch it on youtube.com slash at Cowboys Can Fan or just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube or Google. We will show up and you need to come see the the, uh, the video version because you get all the, the clips as well and you don't just have to listen to our annoying voices. And uh, also, if you want to just come and kind of connect with us, slide into our DMs on all the social media that's at Cowboys Can Fan. And finally, uh, if you like more than just the Cowboys and you want to check out, you know, all kinds of sports and not just from a Canadian's perspective, check out the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D, then the word network. All right. Oh, and finally, yes, I should say we are uh, the official podcast of the LandryHat.com brought to you by Fansided. Okay, enough of me. Let's get into the podcast. There it is. There's that breathing that we got. <laughs> Boosh. Booshin, We are Booshin in Oxnard. Booshin, Boosh. Booshin, Boosh is our new song. Booshin, Boosh. Are you ready for that Monday night mm, podcast? All right. If, podcast. If anyone's still here and hasn't left, we got we to gotta pay tribute to Boots, guys. Yep, tribute it up to Boots there, AJ. I, I can't. You can't. Okay, we'll wait. Get yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, that would that would have been impressive though if you did all three things. I would have had to have a magic third hand pop up. Uh, let me get the snake out. <laughs> let me get the snake out of his drawer. Oh. Okay, okay. So we don't have our Oxnard tour guide, the team captain, Boots on the ground, Eric, with us, but we are still gonna shoot a little tequila the Oxnard way, like he said. So let's get it in you, kids. Oh, what a rush. That's a spicy one. Ooh. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. You can see us chase that. All right, guys. We are back in in Oxnard. We aren't live right now uh, due to technical uh, Wi-Fi issues, but that's that's no issue. Guys, how are you feeling? A third day in Oxnard, is it for us? Third? uh, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? And now Monday? it's Monday. Oh, fuck. Day four in Oxnard here, live on location for the NFL training camp, Dallas Cowboys. I feel good. I mean, the, the hot weather absolutely gets to you after you're standing outside for a few hours. Um, but I think it's been good. It's been nice to see them up close and personal. So we were live today. If you check out our channel, we, we did go live today for about 45 minutes at camp. The bandwagon boys actually posted up in on top of the bleachers and with the sun beating down on them they're on top of metal bleachers so those guys got a lot of sun i was actually up with boots on the ground at the the paid for uh i don't forget what it's called but like the specialty area where sideline you're all, access. All, yeah, sideline all, access. all access sideline stuff and sitting there right right by practice but man what a, what a good day it's i just it's really cool to be able to see the whole practice today they kind of had the linebackers practicing in front of us. And one thing that stood out to me right away that I talked to Boots about with the linebackers, sort of defensive ends, they had the defensive ends rushing and the linebackers off doing other stuff. But LVE and Micah were with the defensive ends. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so so you're you're basically thinking that they might be trying to work LT, LT, LVE, LTE, not the uh, <laughs> the cell <laughs> phone guy. Five gig LTE. <laughs> uh, you're thinking that they might be working LVE into maybe a hybrid role. So I'm not sure. That's what it looked like. But on the other field, so this was the close field that they were running through the the pass rushing specialist drills with the defensive line coach uh, Durd. Um, and then on the other field where they had uh, Veterans Day today, by the way. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. were doing a shout-out to all the, the veterans of the United States military. So the milita- all the military members got the 250 VIP access, which was kind of cool. And they, they were on the side of the field where they were running through special team drills. So I don't know if just guys like uh, Overshone and Damone Clark are possibly on, and Jabby Cox are possibly on special teams and like on kickoff and punt. So maybe that's why they were over there and they just had LVE and obviously Mike is always going to be with the pass rushers, but maybe LVE just needed a place to be while they were running through well, those drills. Yes. Well, we, we do have a unofficial death chart we'll be looking at in a minute, but I do want to say um, for all those audio listeners, you're like, whoa, you guys were live streaming, streaming live at the Cowboys training camp. How do I catch that? Where do I see that? Well, just go to youtube.com slash at Cowboys can fan or Google or search uh, just Cowboys can fan on the old search engine or um, YouTube itself. And we'll pop up. We'll probably be going live just after noon. Um, unless Pacific. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, PST. So yeah, come hang out. That that'll be. We'll be doing that tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, but obviously it, it'll be recorded and available for Sadly your. Sadly, our last pleasure. day there, right? Sadly, our Sadly last day. Our last day. Tomorrow we're basically leaving training camp. We're taking our renter, rent, renter, our rental vehicle, and we're hitting that California traffic and fighting our way to LAX tomorrow to fly back to Canada. Might might, might even do an in car pod. Possibly, we'll see. We'll see the logistics of it. So we're gonna bring up the biggest news of the day, and this actually happened while we were driving to training camp. The Cowboys cut struggling kicker Tristan Viscano. USL, USFL product Brandon Aubrey, only kicker on the roster. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, uh, uh, first take, I mean, both of them were not um, impressive at all or have not really stood out. One hasn't stood out from the other. So I, at least now there's only one problem instead of two problems that you have at the kicker position. Uh, but that problem is still a big one. We don't have one still, I think. And they're going to try to rob ride Aubrey. I don't know. My only um, thought about why they're not going out and signing a kicker who is a, can be a big fundamental piece to making sure that you win enough games to get that number one spot and then be able to uh, skip a game, um, you know, the, which is going to help any team. But all that aside, it, why aren't they spending the money on that? Well, they must know that they have to retain every penny because they they're going to have to spend that pinch so. those goddamn pennies yeah. get them all in your pocket Because otherwise it would be an easy decision to uh throw a couple more million at zach martin um Sign, get robbie gold or bring Nick in robbie Folk. gold because like, they're sitting on 20 million or so something like that they, right they're so. like they're they're a dragon hoarding their wealth it yeah. seems the crazy thing about this and i'm just reading down on the bottom here about aubrey and why the Cowboys might possibly be inclined to stick with him. Mm-hmm. He made 14 of 15 field goal attempts while kicking for the USFL's Birmingham Stallions in 2023, and that must have convinced the Cowboys to proceed with him as their kicker for now. That does, yeah. That's not really – that's not good enough for me, 14 of 15 attempts, because that, since practice on Saturday, we all, we all talked about this. We actually had a, a, a YouTube video about it, the kicking woos on Saturday where – 
Aubrey missed two of his seven field goal attempts, and that was just normal field goals. Yeah. So he went five for seven just in their regular kicks, like from easy distances. I think he missed somewhere in like 39 and 43 or something. The reason they moved on from Viscano is because on Saturday he missed four field goals all with all between 30 and 40 yards. So like 30, it was like 32, 34, 36, and 39 or something. So that they had seen enough with him. But when they went to the Mojo moments, Aubrey was one one for three. So not terribly confident in him until again we've talked about this with a lot of our players. We've talked about it with the offensive line until we see him in a game, like maybe in the preseason, he just starts knocking them through. Yep. And at this point, that's all you can well, really hope for. That's what the that's what they're rolling with. So, um, yeah, we yeah. didn't see much. He was uh, when. He was we Alex and I could see him across the field doing some kicks. He looked all right, but it was still a little hard to to see because they were on the second field. But at least it now that you're not going down and having that pressure of that other person, maybe he's gonna maybe he's just gonna settle in, which is obviously a lot of hopium, which we don't believe in mm-hmm, hopium mm-hmm. here. But you know, hey, I'll, I I smoke that. I, I just snort it. smoke opium all the time. I snort it. it. I snort hope you hoop it. You hoop it. <laughs> I freaking galoop the hopium. Um, I don't know. The kicking situation really bothers me. It's like coming into again. Money Maher never thought he was going to be an issue, and then he became a very very big issue. Well, so. maybe maybe we'll luck out, and this will be the reverse Maher. Yeah, it's a huge issue now, and then. He starts just killing it. I mean, it's scary to think that way. But they, there was Jerry Jones also saying that they're going with Aubrey into the season. So I was kind of convinced after Saturday that the kicker wasn't All the on team. the team. But according to Jerry, that's that's your guy. The other thing about Viscano being cut, that starts these camp cuts. That's the reality of this time of year. A lot of guys are about to be very disappointed and have their NFL dreams yeah. pretty much terminated. Is Viscano the first uh, camp casualty? cut? Yeah, he was the first casualty of camp today. But you know what? Get it done early because any team out there who's looking for a position that you play, you want to be available when they need you because there's not a lot of time to wait. So it's better that it happens, say, now in some sense than it does, say, after preseason week three. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, it does. And I, <laughs> I think the main reason they got rid of him was because they want to see every opportunity from Aubrey in the preseason games. Anytime there's a field goal or a point after, they want him to be the one, not juggling between Viscano and, and Aubrey, right? So I think it's the right decision, and we'll, we'll see how the cards lay. Yeah, we see how the cards um, cookies crumble. See how the cards roll. <laughs> the next uh, kind of big news that's that we saw affecting the practice today was the absence of Zach Martin still holding out. Um, I don't know if we'll actually be able to watch this article, but it can just spawn our conversation. But yeah, do you want to give it a go? Give it a go. Yeah, fucking click click that like, play we'll, button. Let's we'll see. be able to watch. I don't know if it's going to play out here for our audience, but oh, I see what you're let's saying. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> decided to withhold Torps. He's got underground, so uh, I wish I could give that side of it. I, I've not heard from him. Uh, I understand it, though. You, you go from a guy who's the highest paid guard in 2018 to now he's, I believe, the ninth highest paid guard in, in the league. There has to be a way to make up that difference somehow, um, but the Cowboys seem reluctant to want to go there. I don't know if it's precedent. I don't know if it's cash, but uh, he is their best offensive player. I- so just a real quick... Um, 
but didn't announce who was actually talking here. So ESPN's Todd Archer uh, is joined by NBC5 sports director Newey Scruggs. And <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a fake name, Newey Scruggs. <laughs> I do like it. But these are the two guys discussing uh, the contract. So before you play it, yep. I, they did say Scruggs there. or I, I can't remember which one said yeah, it. I'm yeah. going to say it was Scruggs. But one of the guys, one of the gentlemen on the screen had mentioned that Zach Martin is, in fact, the Cowboys' best offensive player. And... Guys, it's becoming pretty evident that that's true. The offensive line's getting their asses handed to them. Like, they're not winning very many reps, not, whether it be when they're trying to run it on fourth and one in a simulation or they're trying to do a rollout with Dak Prescott to hit a guy deep. There's always, like, two two blue jerseys right there. Yeah. There's never – and then even when the line or the running backs are supposed to step in to pick up blocks, there's always, like, a, there's always a free guy pushing through the center of the line. So – this Zach Martin thing is starting to snowball a little bit, and I know it's more than just being like get the guy on the team, but get oh, yeah. the guy, it, get the guy on the team. Yeah, it's it, very evident when you saw the running backs. The running backs got stuffed a, a lot today, and the fact that I mean defense has been winning at least the two camps that we've been watching. Um, but yeah, definitely can notice uh, an absence of Zach Martin on that line. The big hog. There, there's nineteen point four million available in team cap space according to overthecap.com so does it give you for, for future years too aj like the, can you yep. look at 2024 2025 yeah 2024 there's only 5.9 million that's the kicker right there and 2025 there's 136 okay, okay. explain so the the reason so if they if they go and extend them or change it restructure his deal they only have five million dollars to play with next year yeah, right. Or so, less. so they're probably going to give him. I imagine he wants probably between three and five. So if you do that, now well, now you have zero salary cap for next year for anyone else. There's some shuffling they probably can do. Oh, plus, definitely. Plus the I don't know. It, it probably takes an estimated cap, so that might not be the exact number. But regardless, under ten million it's scary. is scary. Yeah, it's red. So it's like in any video game when your health is getting down and alerts start going off. That five million, you're in alert zone. Yeah, and you have two huge. Players' names that you have to probably re-sign next year, and Micah Parsons and CD Lamb, C eighty-eight. Like those guys are getting paid, and as they should. I mean, they're they're they're. It's up for it's up for them to be getting paid. It should. It's their time. Their time. There's any debate about that uh, and what he does, all the all pro, Pro Bowls, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he'll be there week one. How happy he'll be? I don't know. Going back into that, yes. I like that. So he says Zach Martin's going to be there week one. I like that. Do you, do you guys believe that? I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be making a stink about it, and then you show up week one, you kind of lose any tight. Like then all of this, uh, then you just threw away money. No, but he's a, well, true. But there's, there's also there's if also he, if he shows up to week one, Jerry's not paying him. Well, there's also the argument: these older guys get to the age, and they're like, "Well, do I want to go do training camp in Oxnard for?" Yeah. Or even in, in te- when they get back to Texas, do I want to do training camp? Do I want to do these practices in the day and then walkthroughs and be away from my family when I could just miss it and then show up? Could that also be something that's weighing in on them? I mean, yeah, I mean, possibly, but you're you're, you're a professional. It's it, again, th- this is goes down to this is why you're this is why you're paid the amount of money that you're supposed to be paid. Well, you got to show up to these things. Keep in mind, Zach Martin has an eleven million dollar uh, payment this year, so it's not like he's making chump one change. million is like. Not ten percent, but you know, a very significant chunk. Oh, it is, and he's he's oh, got to yeah, be flirting, big, big, big chunk. He's got to be flirting with six hundred thousand dollars in fines now. So yeah, probably more. 
Um, let's keep. Well, this he ain't showing up to camp, so that's we. So we all lost our our Zach Martin camp pool. Yeah. When you look at the resume of guards that are in the league, Zach Thomas is, I mean, you should say Zach Martin fits right there uh, with anyone in the game. But this situation right now, Jerry's stuck in his heels because I guess Jerry feels like he has the leverage over Zach Martin. Which he does. I, yeah, yeah, I guess he does because he's signed a contract. He's under contract. We know how teams feel about that. Yeah, we also know how teams, when they don't like a player's contract, they get rid of the guy. And this is why Zach Martin's like, wait a minute, I've outperformed. I'm one of the best still. Make this up for me, uh, make up the difference for me. But, you know, Jerry being dug in on this does seem a little odd. It's an odd bit of public posturing. I, I don't understand it because all you got to do is make him upset. You don't need to make your best player upset. Maybe you don't have to give him a contract, but open that door, leave some wiggle room, do something. You've seen hold ins across the league work. Maybe a hold in would have been better than a hold out so far. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with these, what, it, what Todd Archer's saying with the fact that Jerry Jones didn't do the Cowboys any favors by posturing how he did. Like, he could have went a little bit, he could have went a little bit more, I'm going to say PG with it, instead of, like, going for the, the, the throat shot. Because he basically said, we're not paying you. Yeah, he should have said, yeah, I like my guys, and I'm going to make my guys happy, and we're going to figure this out, and uh, Zach's going to be playing week one. That's exactly. So Does it tarnish, like, does it tarnish... Uh, Zach's attitude towards the team moving forward. I probably not the team, maybe just the upper management, which they maybe they didn't riff. have a good. It's a riff. It can be. It certainly can be healed. Zach Martin's been is a mainstay. Yeah, lifelong cowboy his entire career. Drafted so. by them first round. Been amazing since he got there. There, it's probably he's probably feeling a little butthurt, and he should. Um, but there's talking going on behind. Behind closed doors, we I fucking hope anyway. <laughs> we definitely hope so. <laughs> yeah. Like you got to think. I was talking about the best case for Zach Martin would be he doesn't sit out or he sits out for the first two games, and the opposing teams get eight sacks a game. But you got to think that these coaches are kind of right now going. We we need we need our 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 big dog on the line back. Well, and this just goes also back to the fact that if he doesn't, if he ends up showing up for week one and there's no movement, then all of this sit out was for nothing. Which again, it could just be. Yeah. I don't want to be at camp. It's not the. It, I just like that this puts any argument to rest with because we had it happen with a few people. Oh no, players can't hold out in the new CBA. Well, that's wrong. They they, they can. They can, and they and, and we're seeing it. We're experiencing yeah, they, it. They can, and they are. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's been cheaper. It's definitely been cheaper. I'm watching Josh Ball at right guard. You are? And I'm just saying, what I'm watching, I feel for Dak Prescott. That's what happens against the Giants, man. He's not ready to roll. Well, oh, he's already saying that we don't got we don't got guards or linemen ready to roll. No, Sorry. you have Josh Ball as your your right guard, six foot eight. You have a six foot eight guard. That is just not that's not the spot for a six eight guy. Lineman at this point, right? And Ball's a guy that was a tackle. They moved him inside. Mike McCarthy has a history of doing that with tackles. We'll see, right? I mean, when you're comparing it to Zach Martin, of course it's going to look different. Um, but they're rolling with this right now. We'll see what happens in the preseason. That depth, that offensive line depth, I don't know if I see it. Who's the backup center? Of course, Mark there. You got. Backup tackle, okay, uh, Chuma Doga that they signed. Maybe he can play some guard, too. But, again, th this is a team that will make its bones on his offensive line. Zach Martin needs to be here sooner rather than later. Is this cool? We all know it. Yeah. I mean, he's basically saying everything that every Cowboys fan's feeling. Zach Martin needs to be in-house ASAP. 
yeah, ASAP, I mean, like yesterday. <laughs> like I would have like six hundred K ago. I would have yeah, I would have liked to see some uh jeez. This mic keeps bumping. Sorry, guys. Uh, my apologies. I would have liked to have seen some Awesome Richards or Asim Richards. Awesome. Awesome Richards. Awesome, awesome Richards. Awesome, awesome Richards, yeah. Which, guys, this goes back to... F- <laughs> this goes back to... And we're all huge fans of Scooney, and we're all huge fans of Mozzie Smith. We are. Scooney signed, bought G's ball today. He did. He got that pen on that ball. Oh, yeah. What's up, Canfanomaniacs? And thank you for listening to this episode of the Cowboys Canfan Podcast. But if you're only listening, you're just getting half of all the gold. Come check us out on YouTube every Wednesday and Sunday. YouTube.com slash at Cowboys Canfan. Or just search Cowboys Canfan on YouTube or Google or go to CowboysCanfan.com. You will find us every Wednesday and Sunday. We hope to see you there. Peace! But this goes back to, and now I can't even remember the guard's name, but the guard that we all loved sitting there at uh, round two. Why can't I think of the fucking guy's oh, name? Uh, Osiris Torrance. Osiris Torrance. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Osiris Torrance was sitting there, right? And right now, and I'm not saying it would have pre- prevented this holdout with Zach Martin, but now at least you have a guy that's yeah, touted highly. Yeah. We, we, you were the most vocal yep. about not having depth on the line. Is it um, not showing? It, it does show. I think that obviously had the Cowboys possibly knew that Zach Martin was maybe not happy with his current standing, they possibly would have done that. Mm. But I, I still I think the strategy in the offseason has been pretty solid for the, the Cowboys so far. This is Ultimately, this is probably the biggest hiccup right now. Yeah, oh, definitely. The, the, out, out of all the, all the, all the stains uh, of offseason, there, there wasn't much from the Cowboys. This is the one stain that's coming in, in play here. Yeah, and we're going to switch gears here to some good news. Yeah. Our second-round pick, Luke Schoonmaker, finally at training camp, finally out there practicing. And uh, he came over right to us today while we were here live on training camp. And we don't need to credit anybody because this was my shot. And no credits. This is posted on the CanFan Twitter. Yes, we have a San Francisco fan there as well. And we gave it to him. And we gave it to him right up the pooper. Love George, though. I, I do love George. Yeah, nice guy. Took us to a great barbecue place after. Yeah, it was great. Great barbecue place. And uh, then we rolled him. Scooney, nice guy. Kind of reminds me of uh, Will po- uh, Poirier, the uh, actor, in a way. And the guy's a monster. Like, yeah. Boots is six foot two, and it, you can't really tell by the angle, but Luke Schoonmaker is, was tall. He, he's a big guy. Yeah, so that, and he, the only reason he came over is because Boots screamed at him, so that was pretty dope. I, I, was, surpri- I was surprised at how many non, like, how, there wasn't a lot of signings today. No, well, because no. they, were, they, were they were over on the vet side, of the United States military side, doing, giving away the signatures, which makes sense. We also have a, uh, I don't think we caught it on camera, but we saw C.D. Lamb and Rojo kind of just loosening up on the side of the field with uh, some ropes, whatever that weird-ass rope exercise is. Um, getting those. We miss, missed it. He, uh, or is this the shot? Maybe no. So I was fil- I was filming CD Lamb and Rojo on the sideline just because they were they were basically just stretching out, and I was kind of like, oh shit, because I noticed on Saturday CD Lamb wasn't really participating in the scrimmage, so I was kind of concerned that he might be hurt. So just after this, like I'd say about five minutes after uh, Eric boots on the ground, screamed, "Hey CD!" And CD actually like looked over like right at him and he yelled, 
are you good, man? And CD just did the hang loose sign, like, yeah. And then and then Eric felt bad, so he's like, oh, I should, I didn't even ask Rojo if he's good. He's like, Rojo, you good too, bro? And he gave a thumbs up. So. <laughs> okay, okay, it was, good. it was pretty funny, and I do wish I got it on on film because it was. They they locked locked eyes with Boots. It was pretty funny. It's Boots's voice just carries. It carries. Yeah. It just carries. And, 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 and he's so smooth when he asks people for yeah. something. They, and they just, you cannot say no to Boots. Well, this is going to tie into the depth chart talk later on, but this is a uh, one of the hot topics of Cowboys for the last three or four months. Deuce Vaughn. So here's a couple reps of Deuce Vaughn that we caught. That's oh jeez, just stuff. Who got him there? Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was Fowler for the second one. So 56 Fowler Jr. on the bottom. I don't know if he made the initial contact, but he definitely made the secondary. Yeah. So it was D Law and Fowler Jr. just untouched basically into there. Now, this, is, this is what I mean. There's two guys always in the backfield. Yeah. Now that you know, not all of that is because Zach Martin's not there. Of course, that's a big part of it. But the guy's breaking in on the edge. That's that, your tackles. Yeah. That's your t- that's your tackles, yeah. That's D Law and Fowler. Like, can we go back and just watch Fowler? Like, who's is it? Terrence Steele deed up on him here. I need to see this. If, if you're just listening, you got to hop over to the YouTube. Yeah. Okay, so they just crash down. So the, what they're trying to do is they're hoping that the running back gets to the line of scrimmage before the outside guys are even a factor. Yeah. Clearly, that did not work. Fowler's fast, man. Fowler's fast Let's as hell, get man. Off here. Wow, that is <laughs> not a good play call. <laughs> Mike's like shit. Oh, shit. Take Whataburger out of the playbook. Crack, crack him if you him got, if you got, him. got him here we'll, in we'll Oxnard. Crack him if you got him. Whataburger left. We got another locker player, too. Maybe this might be two, two of them, Ad. Okay, is this, again, is this yeah. Deuce Fawn? Oh, no, this is... <laughs> shot of AJ, because he's... Jeez, look at those fucking dry-ass lips. Again, though, I got to ask you guys, is that Deuce Vaughn's fault that he has no chance to even do anything like that could happen to Zeke Elliott that could happen to Tony Pollard you have two guys in the backfield that's not necessarily the running back's fault no no I, again I'm ha- I'm playing with it I'm having some fun you yep. know I'm playing the villain your best line was this uh yeah I, I like it if uh if tackles for tackles for losses for the other team is what we're trying to do here <laughs> <laughs> but it also works the other way it's good for the D. It's, good, good, for the, it's Look, good for the defense. If we are playing against one of the top three defenses Which or D lines, let's say in the NFL, um, that's good. Like, of course, we're probably going to lose out to them nine times out of ten. But that's that's good practice because you know then technically things get easier practice? for for twenty for twenty seven other teams. Yeah, <laughs> but. Regardless, yeah, there's a lot of factors in here that don't really give us a clear picture. Number one, it just being training camp, so you know there isn't there is contact, but it's not a hundred. It's these guys aren't necessarily going a hundred percent. Some guys might be, yep, you know, and but we're not seeing the line crash as as ferociously as they, you know, are going to in a game. On top of that, missing Zach Martin, and then also just not having all the right pieces in. At the right time, like if Deuce is getting a lot of second team work, well, maybe he's going to do a lot better with first team, right? Right. So I'm just throwing, I'm just showing you that I can be, I can look at things two sided as well. Okay. Well, we're going to get into the depth chart, and you might not be wrong with your with your takes because uh, the depth yeah. chart doesn't lie. And the, the depth chart right now is what the coaches, how the coaches feel. So was that our last clip? We'll, of we'll the jump day? into yeah. that. 
Coach DQ, here oh, we no, go. We Lieutenant one. Dan, this is, ice this cream. Was, this was a funny uh, a Cliff Dan's. <laughs> Lieutenant just got, he's got a soccer ball out there for some reason. Okay, for that's fucking hilarious. I saw the soccer ball rolling down, and I said I said to Boots, I was like, the hell have they got a soccer ball there for? Well, they're doing a, a block pass drill for the D lineman and just kind of lining them up. Uh, and and uh, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. No, that's Lieutenant Dan. He's just throwing. Just whipping a football. Yeah, he's just whip, whipping it like, as if it's a football, right? Yeah. I think it's because it's round. It, you're not going to have any you're not gonna have problem injuries. with the finger getting bent or something. You're not going to have injuries. Yeah. That's definitely it. And it acts the same. You're, it's the same. your reaction it's just, time to It's do. just funny because we, and, and we even tweeted this, that it's uh, Lieutenant Dan channeling uh, his inner Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow he's going to be out there with a tennis racket and tennis balls just hitting them at them. He's going to get every sport. Then we oh, just got Scoony. Just got a shot of Scoon coming back, going back to what I like to call the uh, the stable, where they go and smash into uh, these little machines. I mean, we got a lot of good. We got a, <laughs> I think between you and I, we got a lot of good clips. We'll just do like a string out and, yep. and put that out yeah. uh, t- tomorrow. But look, uh, otherwise, it was a fairly fairly quiet day. They didn't do a lot of uh, seven on seven or, or eleven. Do, on, I, I don't even think they really did one on ones. No, they didn't. Crack me if you got him. Crack me if you got him. But uh, what was interesting, what I like at these, just to throw my perspective out, is I'm looking around. Yeah, I'm looking around at just watching the individual drills. And I wish I kind of knew. I usually figure out what the drill is and what to look for by the end of it. Uh, But, like, you know, next year uh, or whenever we return to um, uh, a training camp, I'll be more prepared to, like, actually have a better... Um, view and then opinion on what I'm seeing. Well, next you know? year too, our sponsor of from our beer company is going to pay for the, for us to actually get the 250 pass, the VIP yeah. passes. Well, I did <laughs> want to say this one thing just okay. on that note because I did notice I was watching the um, uh, D line where they do the drill. They they kind of bust two moves around the player and then swipe at swipe at the ball, get around and, and kind of act as if they're great drill. The, by the way, I yeah, like watching. Drill. I liked watching that one. Gallimore is extremely fast, dude. I noticed very that. fast. So boots noticeably I, fast. I, I filmed that one from down low. Yeah, and we were gonna we were watching and we're like, let's see who we notice, like who seems like they're going hard and who's who seems like they're mailing it in a little bit. And we both said the same thing. We're like, holy shit, Gallimore's like, yeah, he's flying. He looked fast. He looked powerful. D Law always leading out. D Law looked like an absolute beast. There was one thing we noticed, um, and the big boys. Jonathan Hankins and Bohana. I'm not calling no one out, but it looked like they were going a little bit slower. Of course, they're big, but you know when you can kind of tell someone's not sandbagging a little bit. Is that, just, is that I, kind of what you're saying? I, yeah, it just didn't seem like they were going to their full speed. Yeah. And then today at the end of practice, when we when we were down at the sideline waiting for the to get autographs, there they had Bohana and Hankins, the only two guys running sprints. sprints. Yeah. So I don't know with the D line. So. Is well, that I mean, a thing? If, I don't know. If Gallimore, if Gallimore is feeling like he's going to be lose, losing out a spot on the team, you know you're going to be going in that extra over that extra gear to tr- to try and make the team, right? He's got a fire in his belly. Yeah, and it ain't it ain't Curry. Sometimes you want that guy who has got a little bit of uh, fire in his belly over someone who might um, be a little bit more skilled, but are they going to have that heart to push through the pain when it comes to it? After watching practice, I still think Gallimore might be ahead of Bahana. I think he might be ahead of Bahana, uh, and it's going to be tough to see. that. There's so many spots, and this is the first year that I can remember in a while that there's so many tightly contested spots where there's such a small gap between your backup and the guy that gets cut. But you just have to make that choice, right? 
Well, speaking of who's ahead of who, we got the unofficial uh, depth chart. Now, this is on a few places. This is uh, John Mochata. Machado? Machoda. Machoda. Can't Machoda. say it right, but you know who I'm talking about. Speaking uh, of pronunciation, I, when I looked at this depth chart, the best thing about the depth chart, look at the very bottom of it. Pronunciation guide. So they literally oh, give nice. a pronunciation oh, nice. guide. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was oh, reading through this. Awesome. While, I was reading through this, this. this while I was taking a dump. And I, was, I started laughing when I saw the pronunciation guide. No diggy, no doubt. Oh, diggy, <laughs> um, But yes. Also, I'm looking at the blogintheboys.com article. So you can find this everywhere. But, you know, those are two good sources if, you're look, if you want to check this out for yourself and kind of go through with a uh, fine-tooth comb. We're going to do our best here, though. Um, let me just roll through starting offensive lineup, okay? Yeah, let's do it. So for wide receivers, of course, we got C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup. One, two, three. Can you, can you zoom, sorry, can you zoom that in a bit more, AJ? Uh, it oh, might not be because it's a Twitter post. But while you guys are figuring that out, there's no surprise with that. There there's you no, go, there's baby. no, there's no surprise with the t- the starting three. We've been no surprise. We, we've known that no. since. Brandon Cooks got traded to the team. That those are your three. Pretty and much all. Pretty much all the starters. The, right. the, the only surprise. Well, not surprise. I should say. Um, but the only one that maybe is not we we would like to see switch up here would be the tight ends with Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot. I'm not saying that I don't think that those guys don't deserve that spot. But you want to see your number two pick, Luke Schoemaker, become number one A or one B. Which uh, th- I would be very surprised. This I'd be very surprised by the end of preseason if he's not yeah he, snug, snuggled his way in, in there somehow. Exactly. First uh, first practice today or pre um, training camp day. So of course that's where he's going to be slotted in. But good to see him on the field. Otherwise the uh, I mean I'm not we don't need to go through the starting our starting five. It's uh, four T's and a Z and, um, on the line. And then of course uh, Dacky Boy Dak Rain Rain Dakota. There he is. RDP and uh, TV20. So I'd say the biggest surprise here for us, I like to, this this running back hierarchy. This running oh, back yeah. hierarchy is something that we've all talked about, and it's interesting. It's we've Everyone's talked about the running backs a lot. There it is, 630. There it is, baby. <laughs> and everyone's talked about it quite a bit, especially with everyone expecting Deuce Vaughn to be the savior. But the fact of the matter is these coaches right now, they're running back. Depth chart is Tony Pollard as your one, Rico Dowdle, number 23, as your number two, Malik Davis, number 34, as your running back three, Rojo, your four, and then over to the right of the screen, we have Deuce Vaughn, who's sitting over at five. Deuce Vaughn and then Hunter Lepke. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? Is that a little bit surprising? Not only the Deuce Vaughn, but the fact the the way that D- Dowdle Davis and Jones kind of shake up does, is that it's kind of how I felt by watching like the eye test tells you that Dowdle's the, is the R, is the RB two. I I like Davis more, but uh, I don't dislike Dowdle. We just saw Davis play, and so I have a little bit more faith in what he can do. But Davis at three, okay, and and you're right. We saw a lot out of Rico Suave. He was getting the ball a lot. And he and looks strong. Making plays, making runs. Again, it's always hard uh, because the same thing, in fairness to um, the clips that we watched with Deuce Vaughn, most of the uh, running backs are getting arms on them before the, they even get to the line of scrimmage. Some guys look stronger and break through faster, but I would just consider those are more than likely going to be tackles or slow or you're getting tackled shortly after. You get to the, the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like, and you're not breaking anything more than... Probably not. 
it's at worst a tackle for loss, at best a zero gain. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I, I think that that has lined up with what we've seen. Uh, TP twenty does get the ball a lot, but they're not playing him. They're not really. They don't need to see him out on the field, no, right? They don't. They know what to expect from Pollard. What I'm. What actually another one that kind of surprises me. If you look at the top with wide receivers here, you yes. got CD Lamb and then Simi Fioco, which I think Jalen Brooks is on his tail, man. I, I on Simi might be the odd man out. He had a big drop. He had a big drop today. Dak hit him bang on. Actually, could we find that one on Twitter? That's actually one of the clips that. Sorry, AJ, just totally switched gears on you no, here. I love it when you throw. I, I know, throw, but throw it a is, fucking it, wrench in this guy. Throw a fucking wrench in this guy. But it, it, it is an, fucking it, play. It is important, it, and it doesn't. It doesn't even have to be right now. We can go through the depth chart and get back to it. But the well, I got, we can go and look. At, I don't know where that clip is specifically. I, don't have that pulled up okay. right now. We'll, so we'll, we'll go to it after. But Simi Fioco had a one-on-one matchup. D- Dak Prescott hit him right in the hands on a go route. Would have been a nice chunk yard gained. Literally right in his in his pants. Couldn't have been. One of the top comments was, "Well, the problem was it hit him in both hands." <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we, that, pro- that's we probably even have it on our on our forty-five minute our forty-five minute. No, but. it was behind that big stupid tower. And then you have. Cavante Turpin and Jalen Tolbert slotted behind the, the other guys. So if you went with six wide receivers right now, they're saying CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, Simi Fioco, Cavante Turpin, and Jalen Tolbert. Interesting. I think Jalen Brooks is hot hot on it, though. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Any other big surprises you guys see here? One of the well, wide – or sorry. Just, ty- with, with the uh, – Fuck it. Well, just Mike. pour, just pour, with, and then talk. You know, with the uh, wide receivers. Yep, I do think this is good to see Turpin and Tolbert coming, moving in. You know, I think healthily number four and five. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and yeah, Jalen Brooks is. I, I do want to see him over Simi Fioko. I think after this point, if Simi's not, you got to move on from him if he's not going to actually make the squad this year. Well, especially when you're dropping like gimmies today yeah. like it's just not it wasn't good and he's been a fan favorite and everyone's been rooting for him because he oh, was yeah. also a late round draft pick but Jalen Brooks has been showing up when he's got his opportunities he hasn't been dropping passes a guy that has actually surprised me since we've watched is uh where John Stevens yes 49 I don't think he makes a team but I definitely think he makes an NFL roster the only reason he's not making this team is because we're loaded at tight end but he's going to he'll he'll they'll try to put him on the practice squad and I think someone snipes him yeah. The, the other the other thought is, and kind of what we were talking about uh, earlier, is, and you're giving me some ribs because Hunter Lepke just hasn't really been having a great camp, um, and the idea that you could still possibly run that fullback kind of position with one of these tight ends, McKeon. You know, you get McKeon in that fullback uh, position, and or or even jo- uh, John Stevens in that fullback style position. And then you can cycle through into the tight end. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they kind of work that. Well, that's the, the, and that's why the fullback position in the NFL's kind of died off, right? Because there's other guys that could do more sometimes. Either, you could either bring in a guard to play him when you know you're going to block or bring in a tight end when he's going to need to run or catch a ball. Yeah, or, should, or, yeah, or, exactly. or a power running back. Yeah, a power running back who could also fills that void of that that tight uh, that fullback position, which is what we've seen in, in recent years. Yeah. Okay, on to the bangers, on to the defense. So roll, rolling through just our line here, we got uh, D-Law, Hankins, Double O, and Dorrance Armstrong up front. Uh, any surprises there? Yeah, Mo- Mozzie not cracking the starting, which isn't surprising. I feel like 
I feel like with Jonathan Hankins, you're going to try to get him to coach Mozzie up a little bit, get him kind of, and I think Hankins knows the writings on the wall that this is his last year with the Cowboys and they're going to try to get Mozzie to take his spot. But with what we were talking about, Neville Gallimore, he's right now slotted as your as your fourth best defensive tackle ahead of Chauncey Golston, Quinton Bohana, and Isaac Alacron, which watching him go through drills today, I think that's the proper proper order. Yeah, and um, starting with linebackers here, funny enough, of course, Michael Parsons. Yep. Uh, LVE. And there's only two. Yeah, so and and they have Demo- <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. They have Demone Clark behind Micah, yep. and this is where it gets a little bit hazy because that's not how it's going to be. Micah's going to be where Dorrance is, right? Yep. Micah's going to be in Dorrance's spot. Demone Clark's going to be in Micah's spot. Realistically, and- when they're out there playing, Micah's going to be the defensive end, mm-hmm. and Demone Clark's going to be lining up a sign lane at Vander Esch. Yeah. So why, why do you think that will? What is the reason for them to have it listed that way fuck, then? Fuck, I have no idea. I don't know if it's down to the fact that they have so so much depth at defensive end yeah. that by just putting Micah at linebacker, it kind of give, benefits them with one other rusher. But I, I'm not too sure. And and they maybe they eventually want Micah to do more, but we've seen him on the line. He's got to be on the line. He has to be rushing the quarterback with D-Law. It's just those guys together with one of these big bodies in the middle – just let them let them go. Let them let them bang, bro. Yeah, let and, me and bang, bro. Fit, rounding that out, we got Javi Cox behind LVE, and then uh, third in line behind Parsons and Clark is uh, Marion Overshawn, who had that really nice outing uh, last on, on Saturday. Fa- Saturday, uh, yeah. Couple, Overshawn has had a couple really good camp. Uh, camp days so far. He's fast as fuck, boy. He's fast as fuck. Like Those you, are our linebackers. That's though, our probably. linebackers. I, I'm pretty sure our linebackers, the guys that are going to make it, Malik Jefferson, probably not going to be there. The the impress, or the surprising one's Devin Harper, actually, number 50 behind Malik Jefferson. Jefferson might make it, and then Tyrus Wheat and Devin Harper might be the on the outside looking in. And then that's that's that would be surprising. Harper gone? Yeah, well, I like uh, Jefferson because I kept looking at him um, thinking it was JJ. <laughs> Interesting here with cornerback guys. Yep. Eric Scott backing up Stefan Stefan Gilmore. Wow. Well, okay. So well, in Eric's fairness, they do roll out two CBs and an M, and a and an MB, and usually it's just two CBs and two safeties. But that's right? what I'm saying, you guys. When you guys were talking about like if if Diggs was hurt, someone was like, "Well, Deron Bland would go play there." No, he won't though. Yeah. Right, Deron Bland's going to stay as the nickelback, and right now, instead of Nashawn Wright going, well, see, Nashawn Wright's Trevon Diggs' direct backup. If Gilmore goes down, Eric Scott's going to come in. Not one of the, not not Deron Bland or Kelvin Joseph. A nickelback is a you can almost look at it as a different. It's no, a different well, position as it, as as, as still, Yes, sir. Go ahead. No, just the, the nickelback is replace is replacing the third me? linebacker. On that depth, yes, because yes, you would technically definitely. Would, so. So that's no, the, you're right. That's where you're right that's on that. being taken from. Yep, you're right there, definitely. But yep. they still do three safeties, which I think is interesting too. Because, but yeah, I guess that it doesn't matter. The NB is being taken by or taking the spot of the linebacker. So yeah. So you have cool. well, you have twelve. They have twelve positions said there, like the three safeties, the the two cornerbacks, the nickelback, two linebackers, and then yeah, the four. Right, so right, right. there is one spot that you're going to kind of shift out, whether it be you have 
a str- so when you're in a running down, instead of having Deron Bland on the field, you're going to have a guy like you're going to bring in an extra safety. That's that's what's okay. going to probably happen. You'll have a safety instead. If you think there's a chance they're going to run, you're going to run your three safeties, and then the rest of the guys, J-Ron will come up and act as that kind of third linebacker in that run situation. Yeah. And then on a for-sure passing down, maybe J-Ron rolls out, is out of there, or D- uh, Donovan Wilson's out of there, and now you have Deron Bland matching up on one of the mm-hmm. one of the one, well, wide receivers that's out out in the flat or something. So to round out the safeties, we've got Wilson, Curse, and Hooker. No surprises there. Backing them up is Israel Mukuamu, uh, Marquise Bell, Wanye Thomas. Um, and then someone who I thought is stood out to me in these two day, first two days that we've been here uh, at the actual training camp is Tyler Coyle, number 31. He had that big pop. And then I was also, because I, 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 that kept me watching him. So today I was watching him when they were training, and he got in some extra, extra reps trying to catch the ball on, on an individual um, position drill like he's playing the like you said uh, and it matches with what i'm seeing his other actions are like he's playing to get a spot on this team to make the team yeah. he's not trying to make friends with anyone no. he's if he gets a chance to pop you, he's gonna pop you the uh, i'm a i have been a little disappointed that we haven't been able to see Dono wilson uh he's out there working practice. though we see it we see him out there kind of doing the recovery but yeah he was Don, out there Dono, working Dub, Dono Dub was someone that i think we were all pretty pumped to yep. to see live in person through uh, quickly here the um, backups. We already talked about Mousy Smith and, and uh, Gallimore being uh, the number twos for those uh, two defensive tackle spots. Sam Williams and Dante Fowler are the backups. Both can get at the quarterback. Man, yeah. these defensive ends are looking scary, man. Yeah. We got any of those guys, There's if they're in there, say you're absolutely hammering the offensive tackles and you get Sam Williams, Dante Fowler, Dorrance Armstrong in there to like spell Micah or spell D-Law. Yeah. There's not that much fall off. No. There, there isn't that much fall off. They're still no. going to bring the heat, and I'm excited to see us just be able to f- fucking blitzkrieg offenses, basically. And um, then linebackers, Damone Clark, Jabril Cox, we, we talked about them. Uh, cornerbacks, Eric Scott, which is nice to see him right up there behind uh, Stephen Gilmore and Nashawn Wright, who's been doing a lot of work. Who's uh, tall as fuck in person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The guy is, um, he is just, he's so tall, man. Seems like a nice guy too. Seems like he's signed a bunch of, bunch of fans. Mm-hmm. Signed a bunch of fan stuff. And then like when the music's playing, you see they get a little turned up. I, I like to see Mukuamu today was fucking dancing. dancing. It was nice. Jiving. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like seeing people have fun. What were you guys' thoughts with the music playing today? Oh, I love it. I, I liked like it, it way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew Big Mike was telling it to, to shut it down a couple times. <laughs> I was <laughs> shut just like the music this. down. I yeah. was just doing this one on the sideline, listening to it. I, my, my thought process on the Saturday, I don't think they did it because they actually filmed the white and blue scrimmage. Yeah. Like, and they posted it on Dallas Cowboys YouTube. Yeah, they so didn't I think that's why flagged. they didn't do, did the music. But today, it was, it was, the music was bumping. Well, that's um, like a technique. I mean, that uh, that cops will do when people start filming them. They'll play music so that the videos get flagged and taken really? down. Really? Yep. Interesting. That's genius. I don't know if it's just cops. I've just seen cops <laughs> plus start. Plotting. I'm going to start doing that. If anyone starts filming me, I'm going to play a Drake song. Yeah. No, but it, it, it's the video get flagged. All right, that's so. why I'm going to do it. Down to the specialist, the kicker, the only kicker now, Brandon Aubrey, punter, obviously our guy Brian Anger. Long snapper Trent Sieg, uh, holder Brian Anger, and then look at this kick returner and punt returner, our guy Cavante Turpin. Yeah, not surprising. KVT, that's our guy. He's gonna KVT be. He's gonna be there. It's it's crazy how 
so uh, Malik is out there as the other uh, as the number two for a kick returner. So does that mean Deuce Vaughn would be backing up either one of them if they can't yeah. make it in? Yeah, yeah, because Kevonte Turpin and Malik Davis will both be out there on like when they're kicking yeah. off, but Malik Davis will be ahead of Kevonte Turpin. But so I wonder why they wouldn't have Deuce Vaughn and Kevonte Turpin back there because Malik Davis is blocking. Have, did you not watch Deuce right. Vaughn block today? Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and and do I will yes, say I like honestly. Deuce was dropping um, some some punts, but I didn't see him drop any today. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't as many as yesterday, but he was catching. They did do a little bit of a kind of a punt exercise right in the beginning of practice. Deuce was catching the ball, so I uh, look it, that he needs to be able to add oh a punt return or kick return ability. <laughs> he caught to, your headphone. Yeah, he needs to be able to add a punt return or kick return ability, um, or else you know his stock is down. He needs to. He's he's on the ropes right now. He's Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul in the first, first round, round right now. He's no, on the ropes. No, no, Nishan Wright's more. I feel like Nishan Wright's the height of Nate Diaz. Yeah. You're just talking about your I, mean, I know. I'm just I'm saying physically. <laughs> well, if I'm saying physically, I'm definitely not picking Deuce Vaughn to, to, <laughs> beat, Nate, to beat Nate Diaz. I'm just using it as a metaphor that they're both on the ropes. On the rope, um, on okay. the ropes, bro. which is which kind of goes, which is crazy that a lot of the, I mean, and it's probably kickbait, click kickbait, clickbait. <laughs> uh, those two are hit. Those happy dads are hitting you, aren't they? No, happy no, dad. they were on Ashlands. Um, <laughs> the the fact is, like a lot of the clips you're seeing, even coming from today, is like Deuce Vaughn's really showing up at camp, and then we watched that clip, and it was like there was it, it showed it showed four or five people that weren't Deuce Vaughn. I don't even think Deuce Vaughn had one. Kind of running a two it, it, in a two minute clip. So. It was definitely clickbait. So AJ, you're on right. It was John Machota. If you're looking for that uh, Simi Fioka one, it was scrolled down. Just scroll down on his feed. It was there. That's the only guy I usually go to. John Machota. If you don't follow him on, if you don't follow John Machota on X <laughs> on X, then ooh, that's a good one. What do you? I gotta ask you guys. What do you guys think about hit, hitting like this at practice? Yeah, well, if you're going to run just a dumb route, oh. sometimes you're going to get fucking lit up. But that wasn't crank. That was just that arm in the way. You got to do it. You got. Oh, yeah. that That's how I think you should hit. But honestly, you got to get ready because. And it almost looked like 36 wasn't even actually going for a big hit. It almost looked like he was going for the ball. And yeah, it just kind of ended up interjecting with the other dude's body. Right? Like, it no, didn't really I, I look like. <laughs> like, that could have been a lot worse. That could have been an absolutely kill. That could have been a kill shot. And Cooper Rush, what the fuck are you doing throwing that? You're trying to kill your dude? Like, you're throwing it it's right into line. cover two? He threw that into cover two so bad that he's just about to kill his man. Yeah. Oh, I see you guys in the stands back there. <laughs> well, I, I will say this, though. I mean, the uh, Greer and Coop uh, were a little bit more accurate than Dak today in, in some of the QB drills that we got to watch. I got I got some clips from it. We'll post it after. Nice clips of them doing that uh, rollout roll pass roll. Don't you ever say that about my QB1 ever again. I'm just saying. I'm, I, I Don't want, you ever uh, say that against my QB1 ever again. So, yeah, another hit by the – you had Malik Hooker manning up with Jalen Brooks. This is Dak tossing the pigs. Dak, Dak's tossing it. It's another <laughs> – you watch him when I was watching the quarterbacks throw it. All I could think of is how we look when we were throwing the ball yesterday opposed to how they look when they're throwing oh, the ball. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, putting my whole goddamn body in it to throw 20 yards, and they just, with a flick of a wrist, absolute precision bullet. It's hard to see what even happened there, but yeah. it looked like a pass breakup. Yeah, Hooker got the best of Dak on that one, and Brooks. Um, 
Jack called him to jump. Oh, this is we did see this on the sideline. They uh, got the defense to jump, and then they called it. They should instead of they should have called it and given them a free oh, play. It was Micah. Ooh, Micah. Jack got Micah to jump. Got to get the goat every once in a while. The linebacker oh, yeah. isn't always gonna win. Hey, sometimes that's how you're gonna fucking move the ball. Okay. Exactly. That if, was just a little fun. If for every one of those, Micah gets, there's the Dak going deep to Simi Fioco. Okay, let's just look at this next one here. This is Micah Parsons closing in. So he gets him back. Malik Davis. I mean, is that a sack on this one? No, he got it away, but, um, well, it might have oh, been a sack by in. Osa. Cl closing in. Yeah. 75. That's got to be Josh Ball. Watch this dumb fuck. He looks lost. <laughs> You're trying to get Josh Ball to come over and block Micah Parsons? <laughs> One more time, please. Oh, my God. That, that looks like us if we were playing football if we were 7 or 6'8". Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Come here, you little bastard. Jeez. <laughs> that looks that... like a, a bad guy in a cartoon chasing yeah. a cat or did, something. Did, did he just get sacked? Is he, he get, down? Is he down? That, is he don't down? ever call that play with Josh Ball in ever again. So this okay. is the Simi Fioco drop. Dak drops back, airs it out. Beautiful throw and just... Oh, right, right in his fucking hands, too. That's got to be caught, guys. LV yeah. See LVE on the edge here? LVE with a nice blitz in. Beauty ball. That's against Gilmore, too, guys. If you slow it down, you can see it hit off of his head, too. Watch your hands, hands to the head and then out. Hands, head... Oh, okay, maybe not. I think it was hands, chest, out. I think it goes... He didn't even... Either way, it's, that's got to be caught. It goes right through his hands. It's got to be caught. No but yeah, either way. You, you, and you got Gilly beat there, too? They got the coverage. Yeah, LVE rushing in. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Come on, Fioko. That's the, One last look here. Those are the opportunities you just have to seize. You're fighting. You got these young guys balling out in camp, and that you and that happens to you. You got you to be huge. Have, you have to get that. Build confidence with your quarterback, and then as well as beating the number one CB on the team. You just like have, he, have he to had have him. That. He had him beat. He, he had, had him the beat. pass. Even had his hands on the ball, just didn't fucking stick it. Well, this is why Fioco's sticking around, because he has every at attribute that you need. Except for? Figuring it out. He's like, putting he's it like, together. He just like, can't figure it out. He's like the kid in uh, Little Giants who I, just can't catch, and he has to put that sticky stuff on his hands. Well, it's not even not being able to catch. <laughs> it's just like a combo of things. I guess he went, the very first drive in camp, he had to go off his hands and get intercepted, and the clip blew up. Talking about Dak Prescott taking off exactly how he ended the season. But it's like, man, you volleyed the fucking ball up to the, uh, to the defense. I, know. I, I can't stand the the volley uh, the volley from a, a receiver or a tight end into someone else's hands. It's not the quarterback's fault. So this is just a slant. I don't even know if we need to watch this one. Really, it's just a, your classic slant. Classic slant. Damone Clark we'll matched out. Oh, that was against uh, Gilly. Gilly too. You know, you like to see it. Oh, we didn't get to see Donald much today. So Donald, he just he looks strong. He just looks strong running the football. You can see Alex and I up in the stands. Just looks strong. You know what I mean by that? Like, just he just looks like a strong running back, and I'm excited to see him in in training in preseason. This Definitely week. has some wheels to him too. Guys, we get some Cowboys football this Saturday. How stoked are we? We're jacked up. Oh, sorry. The, 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 um, I, I am stoked, but this is something I wanted to see because our boy uh, EJ replied to this clip and was like, what are you doing? 
with um, get Smith out here running in the open field. But he uh, basically it's Deuce running a little uh, run out to the um, sidelines, and uh, yeah, you see Smith come out here and lead block, lead block. So I don't know. Tell me what you think about it. That's a good run. It's a good run, but probably EJ was, was like, "Hey, <laughs> let's not get him injured." <laughs> right. Looks like the Bionic Man with all his. I know with all with all of his freaking arms. <laughs> or, or when when Ad and I were like twelve and fifteen, making Madden players. Just oh, every, yeah. every arm. I guess AJ was AJ was with us too. Every pad that you could put, Ad's guy looked like a fucking couch cushion with yeah. all the every pad on, that you could put or, on the arm and a roll bar. Or or, or, or he's or he sounds like he's some fucking Tin Man running. Or <laughs> Grease up his joints. Grease up his joints. Well, that, that, I mean, we could keep looking at more clips, but that's no, kind of I the bottom line. No, I think it's pretty good. Today, uh, man, practice. It, I'm really excited. Practice. 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 We talking talk practice. practice. I'm really excited about this defense. It, it's a little, what's the word? It's a little concerning that the offense isn't doing much. But as Alex yeah. said at the very start of the cast, if this is a top three defense that we have here, and that's the reason that they're killing the offense and if we're only allowing teams to score under 20 points a game and then the offense is just you know yep middle of the pack i'm okay with that i'm completely okay with that that's a game winning combo it's a game winning combo just right now you're like holy fuck like is it is the offense really bad or is the defense really good and we still don't know that yet yeah i mean you well, could we're assuming we know what we've seen in the past so we know the defense is good they're good they're good they're yeah. at least top 10 defense yeah. like that i would say that's their 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 floor the floor is top 10 still a lot, a lot of questions though you know there are a lot of questions. I don't know. Dan, seeing Dan Q, Dan Q, Dan, Dan, Q. Quinn, Dan Quinn out there with that soccer ball, you know he's running a top five D. DQ's, <laughs> DQ's the goat. So tomorrow, where's my ball? Where's my soccer ball? Give me my goddamn soccer ball. So tomorrow we will be back live in Oxnard at the field, live streaming at about twelve fifteen. Yeah, 12, 12 o'clock. We might. I mean, look, Pacific he, Standard he, Time. He, here's the thing: because of how smooth it finally went today, we we'll, we could go live as soon as we want. That's true. We could do that. So just be on the lookout if you're looking to watch the Cowboys live training camp. We will be going live tomorrow in Oxnard. As far as next week, we will be live streaming the Jaguars game, the Cowboys versus Jag- Jaguars game, uh, preseason one, week one. Football's back. We're excited. Football's we'll, back. We'll baby. see you guys tomorrow on the live stream for the bandwagon boys sitting over there. Their glass table with their beautiful, uh, what do you call them, tumblers? Crushed them with their tumblers. And me, Anthbest, we out, baby. Yeah. We out. <laughs>